right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Fighting Irish King. What's up, everybody? Sean, are you ready for today? I'm ready. You know I love my uh, Close Calls episodes. Woo, it's a close call, baby. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) All right, Sean, so I hope you got your cape tied real tight for this one. Because we're about to do our first ever versus episode. So as you said, it's completely, it's all close calls. Um, we're going to be putting two characters up against each other. Sometimes it's going to be Marvel versus DC. Sometimes it'll be DC versus DC. Sometimes it'll be Marvel versus Marvel. There's no formula to it. We just pick a few random characters that we thought, hey, you know what? It'd be cool to see those two guys fight. Let's do it. <laughs> and we're going to battle it out here today. Uh, so we got a few rules for this for this competition, right? So um, first rule is gonna be uh, number one the the heroes like it sounds or like Fight Club like first rule yeah, of no, Fight right? Club here. First, first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> Second rule though is <laughs> um, the so the heroes or villains that will be fighting each other will only fight in their normal uh like capacity right so if if it's a hero versus a villain and that hero does not kill he will not try to win the fight by killing on vice versa if it's a villain or anti-hero that does normally kill or doesn't have any reservations towards killing they might kill um especially in some instances of like anti-heroes right so if if wolverine is, is fighting someone and he feels like the only way to win the fight is to kill that person He'll probably kill him, right? Um, so that's going to be rule number one. Rule number two is going to be all characters are at their peak condition, right? So no weakened versions or altered versions or, or anything like that. These are the heroes at their strongest point. Uh, third rule, there seems to be a lot of rules, and there's really not that many. Um, <laughs> but third rule, third rule is going to be we pick the venue at random. So before this... Not only did we come up with a list of characters that are going to fight each other, we also came up with just a list of random arenas um, that I threw into an Iron Man helmet bucket, and we're just going to be pulling them at random, and that can also help uh, or help determine the winner of the fight. It can alter the decision, right? So if Aquaman's going to fight somebody on a lake shore, obviously, with the water right by his side, he may have an advantage. Um so I think that'll give it a nice, cool, cool edge to it. Because so, it could be two superheroes at a disadvantage, or it could be one hero at an advantage, one at a disadvantage. So it's going to help shake things up a little bit. That being said, so this one, as you said, we came up with, right? We came up with the fights we're going to do. We came up with the venues, right? And they're going to be picked Correct. at random. Uh, our listeners, we always say our email at the end, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a shout-out now. If you want to ever email us fights you want to see in different venues you want to see, we're totally open for that. Yeah, so we're definitely hoping that this will lead in the future to, you know, 
like you said, our listeners picking two characters they want us to see fight against each other in a specific venue or anything like that. But since, I don't know, there's maybe only like five people that listen to us right now, <laughs> we're taking the lead on this one, which I'm completely okay with. Um, what's the other thing? So being, you know, being that we play this as me being the Marvel expert, you being the DC expert, uh, mo- the majority of the time we will be arguing for the character from those universes. Um, the fight can only end one of three ways. It's either a win, a lose, or it's going to be too close to call. I think that's it, though. Are we ready to ready to get this going? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Woo! Hope you got your cape tied tight, buddy. <laughs> this, is, this is about to get real. All right, here we go. So, starting off, we're going to start off with probably the two biggest powerhouses we decided to put up against each other, right? From the DC Universe, we got... The Man of Steel, the very first superhero himself, Superman, versus the Century, Marvel's so-called Superman. Uh, so the way we're gonna do this, we're gonna give a like a real, real brief origin. I'm talking about like super brief. Uh, then we're gonna give a little more thorough rundown of like some of their biggest known powers and abilities, because some for some of these heroes. Like, man, the list is super long. Like, Superman, there's no way we can completely name everything he can do. It's just, we would spend the whole episode doing that. So, a uh, quick rundown of, like, their biggest powers and abilities. And then, obviously, if they have some type of power that they possess that we didn't mention before, if it helps alter the, the decision of the fight, we will bring it up during the fight. And, again, we're going to choose the venue, which will also help. Uh, so you want to start off by breaking down Superman just a little bit? I mean, he's probably the most known character on the list, but yeah. So we'll just do it real, real brief, right? So it's from a planet Krypton. His world is gonna blow up. His father Jor-El put him in a spaceship. He lands in Smallville on Earth. Um, he gets powers from the radiation of a yellow sun. Um, and with those powers, he just decides to become a superhero. That's a real brief breakdown. Everybody knows it. I feel like we didn't even have to say that. A lot of people know his powers sure. too. Are we doing powers? Are we are we doing origin powers all together? Or are we gonna switch off? Um, we can switch off. Uh, break real quick. So the Century, a uh, much much lesser known character than Superman. Uh, the Century, like I said, is kind of like Marvel's version of Superman. Uh, he wears an S on his chest and everything. His costume is just yellow and black. But basically, uh, the Century was just a normal man. They ran an experimental super soldier serum on him, which it's funny because a lot of heroes come from like failed super soldier serums. Um, but yeah, so a failed super soldier, experimental super soldier serum, they they was experimented on him. It didn't go as planned. It basically gave him super superhuman powers pretty much just like superman the only difference is that he is bipolar he has a bipolar disorder so along with the century which is like his superhero side of him he also has an evil darkness within him that he's constantly battling with called the void so yeah that's 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 his brief origin what's his his, uh real name oh man it is ah you son of a bitch you knew it (laughs) 
I didn't know it, but you were, you were giving the breakdown. I'm All not right, giving the breakdown. All right, you want to go powers and abilities? Powers and abilities. We're just going to list a few because we can go on and on, like you said before. So we got super speed, super strength, agility, heat vision, ice breath, super hearing. I feel like that just about covers the big he can ones. Fly. Man. He can fly. He can leap tall buildings. You're damn right he can. Faster than a locomotive. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, However right. That saying's so the century is very similar. Uh, super strength, super speed, uh, super invulnerability. Um, he doesn't really have any like, he doesn't have any like heat breath or, or ice vision or anything along those lines. Just kind of like those main things. A couple things. Uh, so again, he has the dark side called the void. Um, he also can shape shift has intangibility at certain times, and he can emit blast of radiation. All right. Pick the, pick the venue, and let's, oh, yeah. let's, so let's debate this. Uh-oh. All right, let's venue time. Let's see. Shaking it. Shaking it up here. Let's see what we got. <laughs> All right, this is an interesting one. They're going to be fighting in the Wakandan jungle. All right. So before we really get into it, why don't you tell us what kind of things we might see? Sure. Yeah. So the Wakandan jungle, for everybody who doesn't know, Wakanda is the nation where Black Panther is from. It's a hidden nation in Africa. Um, so the Wakandan jungle right is right outside the main village of Wakanda. You'll see like average, your, your main like African animals. So you're talking snakes, you're talking, um, you know, jaguars. Um, things of, of those nature. Um, also, since it's the Wakandan jungle, and Wakanda is very known for their tight, tight security, and they still, they have very advanced weaponry, but it's still somewhat primitive, so there's definitely going to be like booby traps set up, um, you know, stuff like that, so all types of weird booby traps, like you you, you clip a vine, and then spears come flying at you, stuff like that. Um, I mean, for our more powerful characters like these, those booby traps would really have no effect on them. Um, it would be more like the human characters that that could potentially lose or, you know, be altered by that. So I, I guess it's just going to be these two guys destroying a forest, really. <laughs> I was going to be saying the same thing. Most of these booby traps aren't really going to, because they can't break their skin, nah. so they're not going to really yeah, have an effect. Yeah, it's really just going to be um, them, like I said, destroying a... A jungle, just gonna, knocking down you know, a scare forest. the shit out of Black Panther. That's what they're gonna do. He's gonna be sitting on his throne, like sitting on his throne. What the? What's going on out there? Um, so yeah. All right. So here we go. You got Superman. I got the Sentry. Let's kick it off. Ding ding ding. <laughs> All right. What you got? All right. So I'm gonna. I just want to briefly talk about some of like Superman's strongest moments. Now I'm not gonna go into Superman one million because that's getting ridiculous, right? I know we were saying the strongest version of every character, but I'm I'm not even gonna do that. I don't need to. So mm. if you take down mm. some of the things that Superman has done, right? Like he's once contained a black hole within his hands, right? All right. He's uh, sneezed the galaxy away. I mean, these are all things in comic books that he's done. He's fooling out said that he can destroy planets with his fists. Like, he can punch them so hard that he can straight up destroy planets. So that's just partially talking about the strength that Superman has. 
so my biggest debate is Superman's going to go back at Sentry, right? And he's going to realize right off the bat that he's not going to have to hold back on Sentry, and he's going to beat the okay. crap out of him. All right. Uh, just like he does in some of the other bigger characters that he's fought in the past. Um, now, one of Sentry's biggest fights, I'm kind of taking your end, right, is in World War Hawk, right? That's how that come up. Right, yes. Yeah. Right? It was yep. a standstill battle between him and the Hawk. True. And it ends with them going back to their human form, right? So all that does to me is prove that if you can beat the Sentry down enough, he's going to go back to his human form. And I'm going to say Superman 100% can do it. All right. So here, look, for the sake of argument, right? So here, here's what I got. So, yes, the suit, the, I mean, Superman Superman, right? So you're probably right. They'll, they'll, they'll meet each other. They'll be hovering over the trees and they'll be like, you know what? We probably don't have to hold back because um, Sentry likes to hold back, too. He does the same thing because he realizes how easily he can kill people if he really went all out. Uh, my argument is going to be so. Yes, Superman is, is I mean, they're going to be slugging it out for quite a bit. Right. Um, Sentry does have the ability, though. He has a crazy healing factor. I mean, like he wants like regenerated from just a single atom that was left over so even if superman like beat him down like he could still like there's still a chance he could keep going um which i'm glad you also, brought that up but back back to my point just to counteract yours as i'm not even saying like i'm not saying superman's doing his heat vision you know burning him like I'm not saying he's like. So you just say he's just gonna just bare knuckle box beat the shit out of him. Yeah, beat the shit out of him and beat him back to his human form. Dude, that's wow. You're (laughs) you're just giving the century no props, huh? I mean, look, the century. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy for Superman. I'm just saying that's how it's gonna go down. He's probably gonna destroy Wakanda in the process. Oh well, yeah, they're definitely. It's just gonna be a crater. Yeah, it's 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 gonna. That's all it's gonna be. You're absolutely right. Dude, but the Sentry, like, so the Sentry is taking on, like, like, you know, the Hulk. He's, like, fought Thor. He's, like, um, the god, who, uh, I think it was one of the, I want to say the god of war in the Marvel Universe. Like, he ripped the god literally in half one time. I'm talking about just, like, grabbed them and ripped them yeah, apart. Yeah, it was uh, So here's was my Hades. thing, right? So, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, so the Sentry, being that he's mentally like unstable, there's been times where he hasn't had a problem killing people. So why I don't think that Superman would fight for the kill, Sentry is going to fight for the kill. And the Sentry has been able to completely dis- like, like melt people down to like just atoms. Like he, he once melted somebody by grabbing them and just like disintegrated them down to just atoms. Now, he probably can't do that to Superman, but it is going to be a good, good old fashioned slugfest for a while. Like, I don't think he would go down that either. I don't think Superman could just like, I don't make it just beat the shit out of him. Like, I mean, I think it's going to be. So are they, are we limiting them to the ground or can they hover over the jungle? I mean, they, they're definitely going to hover, right? I, I feel like both characters generally fly in their fights. 
True. So yeah, they're going to hover. They're going to start but in Wakanda. They're, they're probably not going to end in Wakanda. Yeah, that's probably true. But, like, we got to limit them somehow, though. Like, they they can't end up in space somewhere. Like, like nobody's flying into space. All right. So, say there's, a, there's an invisible, impenetrable bubble around Wakanda that allows them to fly up, but not far, and they have to stay within the, the airspace of Wakanda. Yeah. So, so you then, know, I think I guess it's interesting it, that you said um, how he ripped the God of War Hades in half, right? Um, yeah. In the new 52 version of Superman, he ripped Doomsday in half, too. So, I mean, Superman's right there with him. Look at you, man. You were prepared, huh? I was prepared. You were prepared for this one. I got a whole bunch of notes. I'm not even using all of them. I, I, I know. I can tell. Look, in all honesty, I do think Superman will win this fight. I'm not going to lie to you about that. <laughs> I just wanted to do the best I could to argue. Yeah, I just wanted to do the best I could to argue for the century. I wanted to make. I mean, look, I, again, I don't think it would be just like an all-out like one-sided fight like the century is gonna get a, a few solid hits in and like i said the whole time he's fighting like you're right superman probably won't hold back like he probably won't pull his punches like he normally does but the century is gonna fight for the kill like he he probably especially if he allows the void to take over for him which again is his evil darkness inside of him like He's going to be fighting for a kill. Like, he's not just going to be trying to beat Superman unconscious. Like, he's going to be legit trying to rip him apart. He probably will try to melt his molecules. He'll probably try to rip some arms off. It probably won't work, but it'll happen. But, yeah, no, I would I would definitely give the fight to Superman. All right. <laughs> All right. Yo, but to be fair, I think, God, I think both of us going in kind of – had an opinion of Superman, right? Because we both have that yeah, argument. That's true. And we don't we don't have to get it. But I mean Superman's yeah. kinda like the standard. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing about Superman. Like, yeah, he he is. He's he's the standard. Like if you ever want to judge a superhero's strength, Marvel, DC or otherwise, like normally they're compared to Superman because he is like the pinnacle of superheroes. Like it's basically like his story can be written so that he always wins. Like, he always has some type of amazing ability that can change the tide of a fight, right? So, no, I, I definitely have to give it to Superman. So, I'll, I'll give you the win on this one. But, hey, this next one, though, you're not winning this one. All right, so we're going to go next up. Next up, we got Martian Manhunter. DC's arguably second to Superman, right? versus this is going to be this is a little bit of a weird one we kind of threw a curveball out here um <clears throat> he's not going to be fighting another physically strong powerhouse he's going to be going up against the scarlet witch yeah like i said i, mean, I like this one because right, it, it's different right because we always put like characters it is definitely different things and these are two completely different characters i'm sure there's yeah, there's a lot of people have never even different. thought about these two fighting um so quick origins right yeah. Um, let's see, Martian Manhunter. Uh, I can't even say his Martian name. It's like Jahan. Yeah. But he goes as John Jones is like the human version of mm -hmm. it, right? So he's the basically he's the last survivor of Mars, right? So his whole race got wiped off. Isn't it like Jahan Jaon? 
Yeah, it's something. Yeah. Like that. All right, my bad. Continue. Something. Um. I mean, that's basically it. He kind of he comes to Earth. Um, and becomes a superhero. He joins the Justice League. Uh, I mean, depending on what version of him you're looking at, but that's I like the more traditional. Um, I actually like going off the the Justice League animated series version of his story, where um, he's the one that actually got like the Justice League together. That's the origin I kind of prefer, but it's all very true. Similar. True. All right. Um. So yeah, Scarlet Witch. Man, her her origin story has become very convoluted and just kind of out there but again real brief basically she's the daughter of magneto and like this gypsy woman she's one of she's a twin she has a twin so not to not to interrupt yeah. you so i was looking into it too because i was looking into both right and this whole time i thought he's she's the daughter of magneto yeah but she's not but apparently yeah were you gonna yeah. get that? well i wasn't gonna go too deep into it because like i said it, it like kind of goes all over the place but yeah for like years we thought it's like they didn't know for the longest time and then they found out and they knew for the longest time and then it turns out it wasn't yeah. true and it's like the most ridiculous that's what i'm saying time. yeah so originally she we thought her to be the daughter of magneto turns out she's not but basically she has a brother quicksilver they're both mutants um i mean that's that's really it she was raised in like a third world country uh, but like gypsy people, they were like discriminated against. So she had kind of a rough background and then she went, um, Magneto saved them from being, they, they called her a witch and they were going to kill her and Magneto saved her. And then she went to join the brotherhood, the brotherhood, and then eventually became an Avenger. So powers and abilities. All right. Martian Manhunter. He's got a lot yeah, no, he does. Um, so we'll just, we'll just do some of the bigger ones. So he's got super strength. He's got super speed. He's got stedema. He's got regeneration. He's got shape-shifting. He's got tangibility, invisibility. He's got telepathy, telekinesis, Martian vision. Um, I feel like that covers most of the, most of the big ones. Yeah, that's the big ones. Uh, okay, so Scarlet Witch. Um, so here's the thing about Scarlet Witch. Her, the full extent of her powers have yet to fully be explored. Um, but she she has mystical abilities, right? She has the she can like do energy blast, she has matter manipulation, including manipulating herself to make her fly. Um, she can and a big thing is like if she really wants, she can like alter reality. Um, but the big thing about Scarlet Witch, again, so her, her powers aren't fully explored, but the thing about her is she also does not have full control of her powers. Pick the venue. Oh, yep. Let's do that. <laughs> I feel like we got to get a drum All right. roll going. I know, right? Woo. Woo. <laughs> we're going, we're going to the desert. Ugh. The desert. Yeah, that's a rough one for you. Yeah. That's all right, though. I'll let... No, nah, it's not too yeah. bad. It's not fire. So if it was for, fire, then we'd be in trouble. Right, true. Yeah, so for people who don't know, Martian Manhunter's one weakness is fire. His Martian physiology cannot adapt to it. Um, so it just... it It's the worst for him. Um, so being in a hot place like the desert, it's not fire, but the heat could start... To potentially affect him if he's out there long enough. All right. Right? Yeah. All right. So we're going to the desert. 
All right, so I, I'll kick this one off. Okay. So here's my thing, right? So Scarlet Witch, like I said, she doesn't have full control of her powers, but in terms of raw mystical ability, even Doctor Strange has said that she's more powerful than he is. And Doctor Strange is like the Sorcerer Supreme of the Marvel Universe. Like, he's supposed to be the strongest sorcerer there is. Now, while he does have more discipline and more control over his powers than Scarlet Witch, in terms of raw power, she is stronger than him. So just, just so you have an idea, um, in the House of M storyline, right, which is a real, a real big uh, crossover event in Marvel Comics, uh, Scarlet Witch basically snapped and she literally altered all of time and reality. Like she created a whole new reality like by accident. Like she didn't even mean to do it. Like it just happened. Like that's how crazy her powers are. So I guess putting her up against Martian Manhunter, my biggest thing is no, she cannot physically match him. I mean, not even close. Like it just, it wouldn't become a battle of that. I'm going to say it's going to become more of a battle of the mind, right? So Martian Manhunter, if he ever tries to use any, uh, tele, like, uh, telecon, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, mind control, I guess. Um, that's telekinesis. If, you were saying it, right? Yeah. So if he tries to do any telepathy, that's the word. Telekinesis is like controlling stuff with your mind. Telepathy is like mind control. Am I right? I thought it was the other way around, but whichever. Really? Yeah. Uh, something like that. Um, if she tries, if he tries to go into her mind at all, like he'll probably lose his. And I, as we know, I disagree. What? There's no way he, if he goes into her mind, bro. Like if she snaps and he goes in her mind, like there's no way he's coming out of that. He's just not gonna do it. She can literally alter reality. Like she can make him believe that he's back at home with his family like his planet never got blew up like there's a lot of things she could do i think we have different understandings on scarlet witch if you're altering reality you're actually making those things happen you're not making it just happen in his mind right so when i look at scarlet witch i don't see her i see her yeah she has lots of raw power lots of mystic power but she doesn't have a powerful mind. If anything, with her lack of ability to control her powers and her like true potential, makes me think that she has kind of a weaker mind. So I don't. She doesn't have a powerful mind. She has an unstable mind, and I think that is more dangerous than having a powerful mind. Because we've seen in the past that like. With Martian Manhunter, if he goes into a mine and it's too unstable, like he can be affected by it. So I think with the fact that her mind can be is so unstable and that she can alter reality, like she can make it so that not only does Martian Manhunter like believe he's engulfed in fire, but he's actually engulfed in fire. Like she can make that happen. Not only that, but I mean, you think, so again, referring, referring back to the, the House of M storyline, because that's like her big, her big standout, like that's where she does the most up. But at the end of the story, when everything's said and done, she destroys 99% of the mutant population by just saying no more mutants. 
and 99 of them just vanished. So it's right. just... Yeah, no. I. So this, this is the way I was thinking of this debate, right? So I was going to comment. I was going to say, you know, I was going to try to paint a picture of how powerful Martian Manhunter really is, right? So, I mean, there's, there's times where Superman has literally said he's the most powerful being on the face of the earth, right? That's coming from Superman. He's on the top list of the top. He's on the top of the list of the people that Superman says he would be afraid to fight. So that's getting an idea of the raw power of Martian Manhunter. Now, I agree with you that in the fight against Scarlet Witch, yeah, you're not going to really see them physically fight because a physical fight of, I mean, Martian Manhunter would yeah, it, it wouldn't but take much for him think, to knock her out. Right. So I don't think Scarlet Witch is going to go into a fight like this, right? So I have, and I don't feel like I, I've got a definitive answer on who would win this fight. And I feel like you definitely feel like it's Scarlet Witch. And I don't know if I agree with you completely. Because in my mind, it's going to become to, because yeah, all right. So Martian Manhunter, depending on the version of him, his mind control is either crazy, crazy strong, or if he goes into somebody's mind that's unstable, he can't take it. But it depends on the version of him. So if you're like the most strongest version of Martian Manhunter, he can go into unstable minds. So my whole thing is, it's gonna come down to if Martian Manhunter can trap Scarlet Witch within her whole mind, he can win. But is he gonna have a chance to do that when Scarlet Witch over here can literally alter reality and take all of his powers? Exactly. Away? And that's, that's my side here. So I don't think it's a... I think there's two sides. It comes down to who, who can act faster. Can Martian Manhunter trap her mind or can Scarlet Witch just take his ability? That's true. So my thing, right? So again, like you said, if it comes down to physicality, there's no chance, right? They, if, if they get in there and they decide to... Like if she decides, like, you know what? I'm going to go try to punch him. Like it's, it's a wrap. Like it's just not going to happen. Now, she gets in there... Because here's how I'm picturing it going. They will be in the desert, right? So let's let's think about that. Now, while it is not fire, the intense heat could take would eventually take a toll on Martian Manhunter, right? The heat itself. Now, could he end the fight quickly? Sure. But if the fight drags on, which it could, because she, again, she I don't could think be it would. Because it's not a it's not a physical fight. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a fight that's going to be dragged down. This is going to be done really quick. It's either... What if she immediately creates John roaring Jones fires around him? Mind. Exactly. So it's not going to be... Either way, it's not going to be an immediate fight. And that's what I'm saying. It just, it's kind of, in my opinion, it's going to be who figures out who first, right? Because both these characters yeah, don't I guess that's know true. each other. That's true. So that's John Jones point. is going to go into this fight swinging first. And, I mean, he could catch Scarlet Witch off guard and then he would win but Scarlet Witch at the same time could not even let this guy get close and Scarlet Witch doesn't hold back at all I mean he, yeah like you said create fire she could take his powers away she could make him not even Martian I mean she can alter reality so here's the thing do you think that Martian's Manhunter's first instinct would be to go in swinging or do you think that he would try to attack her mind not necessarily attack her mind first but maybe read her mind try to figure out who she is first. what she could do now if he goes into her mind and sees how unstable it is do you think he can make it out of there yes or do you if think we're talking that about the most powerful him being in there him, yes but then again, that's why we're talking but about But you also got to consider the most powerful version of Scarlet Witch. Like, if she can alter physical reality because of 
how unstable her mind is. You got to imagine that she could be able to alter his mind in that sense as well. Like she literally changed the entire, like she affected time and space itself, right? So if he's in her mind, it's like he could, there's a good chance that him being in her mind, she could rip his mind apart by altering it. Let me, let me do a different angle with you. Right. So, all right. Uh, we both watched Young Justice, right? True. Um, to our listeners, if you haven't watched it, check it out. It's a really good show. Um, Miss Martian, right? Her mind power, especially in season two, was outrageous. Would you agree? Yeah, of course. So that's keeping that in mind that Martian Manhunter's mind powers would be with par with that. Do you think... So let's just change it. Do you think if Miss Martians was going into Scarlet Witch's mind, um, it would alter her reality or it would, you know, make her go mad because of how unstable her mind is? I think it possibly could. Because if we're looking, like, if we're looking at that, right, so referring, if we want to refer to that, when they did the mental simulation, they did a mental simulation, where he put all of them under mind control, the whole team, and they went into the simulation where they were going to fail no matter what they did. One of them died in the simulation, and Miss Martian snapped like she lost it. Her mind became unstable. And when he tried to go in there to rescue them, he had a hard time overcoming her psychic, like her, her psyche falling apart, like their overwhelming emotion, right? And then when you look at like Miss Martian, she went to put to. She ripped somebody else's mind apart and then she went to put it back together. She had a hard time with that as well, too. So I think that if they were to go into a mind like Scarlet Witches, who literally has a hard time distinguishing reality itself, like, man, dude, like, he, that's what I'm saying. Like, he could be so overwhelmed by just how fucked up she is that he might not get out of there. You make a good point. I was going to argue the first part, right? Um, just because um, I was talking more season two, because season one, Miss Martian's um, mental or mind power, whatever you want to call it, wasn't that great. It right. wasn't until season two that she really realized her potential. Hit her right? stride, yeah. And, and I'm using that as an example of, because that was not the strongest version of Martian Manhunter in that show. No, so it wasn't. I'm going to try to put that into part. Now, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, she did struggle putting people's minds together. So you could say maybe Martian Manhunter might have the same problem, but I don't think somebody's mind being completely shattered is the same as how Scarlet Witch's mind would work. That That's true. I mean, it, it could be, it could definitely be different. I guess I'm just thinking of it in terms of, like, I, you know, whenever they, they portray, like, um, like mind control, like going inside someone else's mind, it's always kind of like there's a vision of what their mind looks like, whether it be like a city or, or you know, something, something like that. And it's like either this place that where they picture themselves in their mind is either well-built or it's completely torn down. And I think even though Scarlet Witch is sane to the extent that like, you know, she's not crazy, her mind is unstable and her emotions 
directly reflect that. So if she feels strong enough about something, she has enough power to unconsciously warp time and reality. So I just think if if her emotions were in the wrong place and he went to attack her mind, like it'd be Yeah, I don't know. This one's this one's tough because you're right. If if he This is yeah, this is actually way yeah. more difficult. If than he I gets in right there, here. right? Like I'm a hundred percent confident that if Martian Manhunter, if they went straight for physical attacks, like if he went in, like cause he could probably avoid her, you know, her 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 mental blast not mental blast, but like uh magical blast and stuff like that he can use his intangibility or whatever to like get in close if he gets in close like i mean he could hit her with one punch and she'd probably be out because she's she doesn't have like super invulnerability or or anything like that she can use her magical powers to withstand quite a bit but again if he gets a clean hit off of her like she's gonna go down and she's gonna go down hard but would that be how the fight folds out? And not only that, but if it becomes a battle of the mind. So even if even if Martian Manhunter goes directly for her, I'm going to read her mind. I'm going to figure out who she is, what she can do. Again, he's going to get in there. He's going to be overwhelmed. Even if he does, even if she doesn't like completely rip him apart right away, like she's going to get overwhelmed. He's going to get overwhelmed by her emotions, her mental state. All that stuff. Because at her strongest point, she is unstable. Like, that's the thing. So, he's going to get in there. He's going to be overwhelmed. Now, he has to battle just to get out. Just to get the... To release the control. Like, he has to get out of there. And in this time, like, he's going to be... Um, like he's he's gonna be underneath this like crazy sun. I mean, you think in the deserts, it's well over 100 degrees. So, like, that that could definitely have an effect on them. It's not fire, mind you, but the heat, the long exposure to the heat could definitely start to weaken him. And then it's like, so then if he gets out of there and it becomes a physical fight, does he have, now does he have the stamina and strength to completely take her out? You make a good argument, but I don't, I don't I know was if ready. I see eye to eye with you on it. Just because I don't know if I agree that if you went into her mind that he All would not right. be able to get out. I mean, like I said, if he if he does get out, how long will it take him? Will he be in there for minutes, hours? You know, like if 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 her yeah, mind can affect, it could also be. It seconds. could be like you don't. We don't. But really if her know. mind can affect time, she could make him believe that he's been in there for years. How can he make it? out of a mind that has a hard time distinguishing what's real from what's not because he's still going in and he still knows what's real and what's not all right fair enough i don't know man we've been going to, you want to call yeah. us in the close call let's call us one a close call all right fair enough i'm not i wasn't gonna back down from that one all right yeah it's you made a good argument and um you definitely got me to question myself uh-huh that was the point um and I think there's just too many different scenarios that we can put into place. There is. Like there's a I lot said, of variables to it. I mean, if it just came to like a physical fight and then Scarlet Witch just decided to change reality, then like, boom, like he lost. Like there's nothing you can do at that point. Right. Um, but on the plus side, like if she didn't do that right away or on the other side, if she didn't do that the other way, Martian Hunter just, you know, phased through and got real close and then punched her and then the fight's over so there's just a lot of different scenarios there is i do agree that it could come to a a battle of the minds almost yeah 
And, and to be fair, like uh, Scarlet Witch's initial, like you know, attack is not. I'm going to alter reality. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's, that's not yeah. something that's not how she fights. It's just, that's not realistic. If we're going to go about this in a, and as realistic of way as possible, like that's not how the fight's going to start. She's not going to instantly be like, you know what? I'm just going to snap my fingers and take your powers away. I'm going to look at you and say no more Martians. And then you just vanish like this. That's not going to happen, but it could likely elevate to that point. Right. I agree. All right, too close to call. Let's move on. Yeah, this is the one where we're going to have to come back to. All right, cool. So next up, we got Mr. Terrific versus Sportsmaster. So DC versus DC on this one, all right? Um, I think I'm going to take Mr. Terrific on this one. So brief origin, Mr. Terrific, his name is Mike, Michael Holt. Um, he is a super genius. He's the third smartest person in the world in like the dc universe uh he has he has he has 14 phds like that's fucking insane um he was a olympic gold medalist in the decathlon um i mean that's that's like that's like his main backstory there was a there's a mr terrific from the golden age from the 1960s that he took inspiration from and he became the mr terrific of today um and yeah he's just like he's a normal human but again he's like a super genius so that's his brief origin story all right sportsmaster um lawrence crusher crock was his name he uh was generally just really good at sports um and he used to you know actually compete in sports but he always kind of played a little bit dirty like if he could tackle somebody in football and hurt them and like you know break their sternum or something he's gonna do it um he went from that to doing like kind of like petty crime um i believe this his story goes is he got caught and then when he got out of jail he did more crime and then he ended up going higher higher level and he ended up being in the uh, injustice league sweet so powers and abilities. Um, these are both normal human beings, right? They they don't have any superpowers or anything like that. Mr. Terrific, like I said, he's a super genius. Uh, with that, he's he's a genius in uh, mathematics, chemistry, technology, which is like his really big one. He has crazy tech. Um, he's at the peak of human condition because he was, like I said, he was an Olympic gold medalist in the decathlon. So he's trained his body to the peak of physicality human physicality um so with that he has enhanced strength like he's stronger than a normal human being enhanced reflexes enhanced stamina like they were saying he's trained his body so much that like his muscles don't let off as much toxin as the normal human so he can withstand things for a lot longer his stamina is a lot greater um and then like agility right so he's super smart um super agile he's not super strong but he's stronger than the average human being and he has a black belt in six different forms of martial arts all right sports master again he's pretty much is really good at all sports that's his main ability um one of them does include martial arts so he's good at martial arts he's a good fighter and everything but more than anything else anything have to do with sports he's kind of like the best of the best with that um I mean, as far as abilities, that's that's pretty much as much as that goes. He's like I said, he's a very fit guy just because he's an athlete. Right, and he can he specializes in using 
everyday sports equipment as weapons. Right. Exploding baseballs or uh, beating the shit out of somebody with like a hockey stick or anything along those lines, he basically can do. Um, Cool. You ready? I'm ready. You ready to slug it out? Yep. So, yeah, this is going to be a straight up fight. So let me pick the venue real quick. So since these are normal human beings, this is probably going to be the time where the venue really, really affects the fight. Unless it's one of the average places. But I feel like it's going to be one of these exotic places we got on the list. And it is. <laughs> it's going to be Jotunheim. So for got people who don't know what Jotunheim is, Jotunheim is the frost giant's planet from Thor. Right? So to give you an idea, Jotunheim is basically a planet with like no sun. So it is completely... <laughs> Gosh. Is this even going to work? <laughs> Can they even survive on this planet? <laughs> oh, gosh, maybe not. Let's switch this out. Let's, no, no let's, we have to do it. We have to. At least these are the rules. <laughs> this is going to happen. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, so a planet basically with no... Like, it's basically the Ice Age all the time, right? Um, how exactly cold it is? Well, the people that live there are called Frost Giants, so... That should probably give you a pretty good idea. But for the sake of this, let's just say, again, that it it doesn't get colder than, like, what the Ice Age got, right? So humans are still able to survive as long as they are properly um, coated, I guess. Uh, if they're wearing the proper attire, right? So with, with that in mind... I almost rather them only be able to last, like... Like this fight can only like, go on like for like five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> I mean, that works too. Do we want to go through how they might have gotten there, or are we just go? <laughs> First of all, it's, it's two DC characters in a Marvel on a Marvel planet, which is weird to begin with. Uh, this this is our scenario, right? They're there. Uh, we don't know why they're there. They're gonna fight. Um, they got five minutes, or is they? Are they fighting over like fire? Fight? I think they're fighting over a portal that take them home. Okay, fair enough. They don't want to just both take the portal? Can the portal oh, only yeah. be open long enough <laughs> for one person to get through it? Only one person can get through it. All right, bet. Okay, cool. All right. Um, should I start this one then? Yeah, you can, you can start it off. I mean, I don't... I, I don't know. I guess I'm probably arguing more for Mr. Terrific. What do you... Well, yeah, I mean, we can, we, I kind of... Just want to talk through this one? We can just talk through it. All I right, kind of feel like um, I have a character that I think would definitely win, and I'm not defending that character, but I'm going to make an argument. All right. <laughs> so, Sportsmaster, um, my biggest argument with this fight, right, so they're both in Yodaheim, they're both at a clear disadvantage, they got five minutes. Before they succumb so, to hyperthermia. Exactly. Now, Sportsmaster is fighting a genius, right? Like, True. Mr. Terrific is the third smartest guy in the DC universe. So, that's what he's up against. At least on the, on the world. In the world. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. The world. Sorry. Um, so, now we got... The thing about Sportsmaster is the fact that he is an expert in all different types of sports, right that's his whole thing right so that also includes olympic sports right so he's probably really good on ice he's probably really good in the snow 
<laughs> so. <laughs> I love where this is going. Okay, he's really good on ice. All right. When he's fighting sure. Mr. Terrific, there's nothing to say Mr. Terrific is good at fighting in snow or in ice. He's probably going to be slipping and sliding all over the place. Well, we're not going to have that issue <laughs> with Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so I think Gosh. when this fight scenario goes on, right, like now he doesn't have, you know, black belt and six different martial arts, but he's got that clear advantage of being able to fight, punch, you know, kick, and not fall on his ass because of the ice and the snow. All right. Well, here's the thing. So Mrs. Terrific, right? Now, granted, the snow and the ice and the cold would definitely limit it, limit his agility right because it's that's just what it is like when it when it's cold like you you can't move as well as you can when it's warm right that's just what it is it tenses your muscles up so but with that being said mr terrific has survived in the arctic with two broken ribs at one point so i mean he's no stranger to being in the cold right but, but fighting he, he in the can cold? get out there so here what kind of arsenal do they have Right, because Mr. Terrific doesn't really go anywhere without his T spheres. His T spheres are these two floating orbs, or well, he he can have more than two, but usually he walks around with like two of them. There's two floating orbs that have T on them, and they like render electronics like useless around him. He's undetectable to different things. Like they help defend him. Like he can control them mentally, well, not mentally, but he can have them do certain things. So, I mean, does he have his T-spheres with him? I'd say. Or you think the cold would render them useless? I'm going to say yes, he has them, but Sportsmaster's got this type of spear thing, and he's spearing that shit down. How, okay, how equipped is Sportsmaster right now? It's going to be fully I, I, I can't imagine he's walking around. But, I mean, like, does he have, like, a golf bag full <laughs> of stuff? Like, I mean. I think he's got, like, some spears. He's got some, like, exploding baseballs. Um... He's got a, I don't know, probably like a, probably like some type of rope with a, like a, what are those metal things called at the end of the ropes that you like spin, you know, um, throw? Like the thing he always, always, yeah. A flail? That is. The thing he always used in uh, Young Justice. It's probably yeah. got that thing. <laughs> One of those yeah. things. I, you're probably right. So, I mean, I guess it's just going to come down to a matter of. I mean, Mr. Terrific's pretty damn smart, and he's, he he has strategy, right? So we, we've kind of been kind of referring to all forms of media that involve these characters, comics and otherwise. So I look at Mr. Terrific is probably most known for like his appearance in uh, Justice League Unlimited, where Martian, Martian Manhunter was in charge of the entire Justice League. He stepped down, and Mr. Terrific took over. Because they realize when it comes to strategy, he's one of the best out there. So I think. What could he have? He's got five minutes. <laughs> what are you saying? He has enough time to figure it out. Like he can definitely five minutes. figure five something minutes, out, man. And he's getting exploding baseballs thrown at him. Dude, he he's out there. Like again, it's gonna come down to just a straight up fight. Like I, I don't it know. is. It's gonna come down to a straight up fight. And like I said, sports mess is going to be better than the snow on the ice. Do you, you really think so? Like, you think he's just... I mean, Mr. Terrific is going to be pretty agile himself. He ran decathlons. What does that have to do with ice? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. 
So Spores Master is going to come down to Spores Master hitting some hockey pucks at him? Like, is that... Exactly. That... His finger skating skills is uh, that one where they race in the circle. Like, I don't... <laughs> what? You know, they got the skates on. They do like the... I don't know. They look like they're running on ice and they race around the circle. It's a race with skates. I don't know what it's called. All right. Sure. What I'm saying is the man's going to be better in ice than... Mr. Terrific, so yeah, but it's five, he's still gonna get he's, he's gonna, gonna get slowed down fight. too, though. Like it's not gonna. I'm just. Th- I'm not. Who saying do you he's think not. who would outlast who though? I think Mr. Uh, no, I think uh, Sportsmaster would outlast the five minutes. You really think you you think Sportsmaster would outlast Mr. Terrific? I if if I'm being, I gotta imagine that. So Sportsmaster's good at sports and he can he has mastery of all the levels of sports, right? But Mr. Terrific is like he has the endurance and the stamina, right? So you, you gotta imagine that. But I don't think that's he gonna has, matter that much because it's uh, only five like minutes. Techniques long. for like I get that, but he's gonna have like techniques for like breathing, like maintaining certain But I would have to argue thing. that all those things <laughs> why do they have to go to I the would snow argue planet? That a lot of those like breathing and everything, Sportsmaster's gonna know how to do too. He's gonna know how to perform athletics in cold conditions. Sure, man. Whatever whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll, I'll full on admit this, right? If they I was prepared to Dude, I was fully going in prepared. if they were like literally Anywhere else, but there's this one little flaw in this whole scenario I that I'm using completely. We have, and for some minutes. reason, I cannot think it's of an argument snow. for it. Like Sports I don't know why, but I just cannot come up with anything <laughs> to combat that. Like this is like this is like the one scenario ever that Sportsmaster would win. All right, we'll give it to Sportsmaster, man. I, I, I don't even know what else to say. I was fully prepared. Like, Mr. Terrific is going to win this fight, no problem. Not no problem. It was going to come down to, you know, some some kicking and some punching. I was, but I was definitely straight up like, yeah, Mr. Terrific's going to win this. But <laughs> sure, man. I guess Sportsmaster might be more agile on the ice than Mr. Terrific is. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right, moving on. Next one up. Another couple powerhouses, man. Another Marvel versus DC. In the DC corner, we got Black Adam. And from Marvel, we got The Hulk. All right. You want to go over Black Adam? Yes. All right. So Black Adam. Um, what was his original name? It's something weird. So he's originally from uh, Egyptian times, right? And he was met by the wizard Shazam. And he was like one of the best athletes of the times. So Shazam decided to give him the power. And then uh, he took that power and then he kind of got greedy with it. And he basically started taking over Egypt. Uh, When the wizard Shazam saw this, he was like, no, you can't be doing this stuff. Isn't that why I give you this power? that's a gazette quote right there. <laughs> and then he took him and sent him to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. And the story goes is he flew back and it took him 5,000 years to fly back to Earth. And then that's kind of why you see him around now as a villain. Crazy. All right, cool. Um, and he's, main, he's the main villain to 
Shazam slash used to be Mr. Captain Marvel, but it's Shazam. All right. Uh, so the Hulk, I mean, this is, this was pretty, pretty well known. Bruce Banner, um, got hit with a gamma bomb. Now he turns into the Hulk whenever he gets angry. The green Goliath, the anger he gets, the matter he gets, the stronger he gets, Hulk smash, you know, all that good stuff. At this point, I think everybody pretty much knows who the Hulk is and what he can do. I, the name of Black Adam is Teth Adam. Very creative. Very, very yeah. creative. I like it. No, it's all right. No, I mean, the Hulk is the Hulk, you know. (laughs) Hulk smash, you know. You don't like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. All that good stuff. All right, powers and abilities. But what what is Black Adam showing up with? All right, so his powers are based off of magic, essentially. He's a lot kind of like Superman, right? Like, he's got super strength, he's got super speed, um, he's got invulnerable skin, he shoots basically lightning. I mean that's that's kind of his basic breakdown as far as powers. Fair enough. So again, everybody kind of knows the Hulk. He's a big green hulking guy. Um, the mat, the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. So he has super strength uh, and vulnerability. He heals very quickly. Um, what else? In some iterations, he has some in some intelligence like i guess like average human intelligence um and he he's very he has adaptability as well which is one of his lesser known things but the hulk's body can eventually adapt to different environments so speaking of environments let's go ahead and get this venue let's see what we got for this one and they're going <laughs> all right they're going to Bloodhaven. <laughs> Specifically, some random alley in Bloodhaven. Random alley. All right. God, that city's going to be destroyed oh, by yeah, the end definitely. of this. Jesus, that alley stands no chance. You go first now. All right. All right, going into this. Here's the thing. So, again, this is going to be another one of them where it's like, it, it's going to be a slugfest, man. It's going to be a lot of punching and kicking. Hawk's gonna do more punching than he will kicking because we we all know he's more of a puncher um because the the thing so what black adam could have an advantage with is his magic but i wouldn't say it it'd be an advantage i mean he can yeah he can shoot lightning but that wouldn't that wouldn't stop the hulk that just piss him off more so look i guess they'd be in an alley in bloodhaven um Bruce Banner will be, I don't know, he wouldn't really be in Bloodhaven. But for the sake of this, we're going to say he's just walking to somebody's apartment or something. Black Adam come crashes down, uh, shakes to earth, knocks some rubble at Bruce Banner, hits him over the head. Boom, he turns into the Hulk. Now they're about to brawl it out. And I think immediately (laughs) the Hulk will run in to throw punches. Now, so from... Past fights, what what normally happens with the Hulk is that he gets angry, he rushes in, and if he's up against an opponent that has strength somewhat equal to his, he's usually going to get knocked down a couple of times before he gets angry enough to overpower that person, right? Right. So, 
I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Like, the Thunderbolts aren't going to do anything. And even if they do at first, like, again, he's going to eventually adapt to it. Like, it may burn him up, at like, the first time. Like, if he really wanted to, like, throw a bunch of electricity at him, throw a bunch of, like, lightning and thunder at him, and say it, it even fried the Hulk. The Hulk has been known to heal from a skeleton, right? So it's just like, that wouldn't stop him. Again, if anything, it's just going to piss him off even more. And if we're looking at the most powerful these heroes have ever been, it's going to be World War Hulk, where the Hulk was at his strongest because he was at his angriest. And I think Black Adam's going to do a really good job at pissing off the Hulk because he's probably going to beat him up at first. Then he's going to taunt him because that's what Black Adam does. And it's just going to piss the Hulk off even more. And in the meantime, they're just going to be destroying all types of buildings and shit like this <laughs> this fight is not gonna stay in the alley like it's gonna get real rough real real quickly all right i hear you i like your points now i feel like i've made this point with you before um and i'm, I'm gonna use it again right so i'm gonna start actually here i'm gonna start off by kind of painting a black adam picture here right so just things that have, you know, been said and things that have happened in the comic books with him before, right? So, Black Adam has successfully been able to break, you know, Shazam's shoulder and arms before, right? Like, he's that strong. He's uh, been able to take punches from Superman without Superman holding back. Now, to quote myself from earlier, Superman straight up said with his punches, he can destroy planets, these are the same punches he's using to hit Black Adam, and Black Adam's still coming right back at him. Um, I mean, he's able to take, you know, crazy blasts from, like, Power Girl. Um, he's literally got in a fight with Dr. Fate and laughed at him. This is how powerful the character we're talking about. He raced the Flash. No, not the fastest Flash. He raced Jay Garrett, and he was beating the Flash until Jay Garrett did his whole ability to steal speed from him, Right? So before, like, he was still in speed, and they were in a straight-up race, he was winning. So we got another person that's crazy, crazy fast. Black Adam has single-handedly fought off the Justice League, the Justice Society, and the Teen Titans at the same time. The same time, which just had, like, heavy hitters in there, which include, you know, like, Wonder Girl, Power Girl, Martian Manhunter. He's literally been fighting all these people all at once in Hell to Zone. So that's me painting a picture of how strong and powerful Black Adam is. Now, that being said... All right, I mean, that's, that's fair. I'm not, hold on, hold on. I'm going to let you go. Hold on. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I got I to really, right. like, drill this point in. <laughs> you gotta, okay, now, here we go. Something that I've said in the past, too, is you, if you look at the overall strength and the strong things that you've seen happen in Marvel comic books and DC comic books, they're different, right? I don't disagree that the Hulk in the Marvel Universe is probably the strongest there is, as he says, right? But his strength, things that you see him do, are not the same things you see people do in the DC Universe, right? Now, granted... Hulk once literally held a planet together once. He once kicked a planet in half. But he didn't straight up destroy it with his like fist by just punching it like crazy. Um, one of the biggest famous scenes of the Hulk of this strength, right, is when he's holding out a mountain range, right? Uh, that's in Secret Wars, right. right? Which is really, really heavy. But like that's not the same thing as like being able to destroy a planet by hitting it. It, it wasn't just really, really heavy, bro. It was like 2 billion pounds. Let's... 
Let's be clear about this. Like it's more than just, it wasn't just a right. mountain, it was an entire mountain range, like a so, old range <laughs> of mountains. He held it up. But, Superman, yeah. right? Once benched the weight of the world for five days straight. We're not this talking about Superman guy, though. We're talking but about this Black is the Adam. The same guy that was punching, not holding back Black Adam, and Black Adam was still perfectly fine. So, I, so my argument is is very much like how the Superman and Sentry fight went, right? Now I agree with you. Black Adam is going to probably taunt the Hawk, and that's it's going to be a mistake. Oh, you you damn right it's going to be a mistake. But I think again, I think Black Adam just maybe will be able to punch the Hulk back to his human form. See, because that was going to be my question. Like, how would Black Adam win this fight, right? Because they're, they're going to be slugging it out. It's going to happen. But how would he win this fight? So you're saying he would, he would win because he would hit the Hulk so hard that he would revert back to Bruce Banner. That's what you're saying. Yep, that's my argument. That's how he's... That's, Dude, that's such, ah. And again, they're going to destroy Bloodhaven. Oh, no doubt about it. We got a character that's going to give zero fucks about that city. He's going to destroy. He's going to be dropping buildings. Neither, down the yeah, hall. neither one of them are going to care. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, neither one of them are going to It's care. not going to matter. See, because here, here's my thing, right? So I agree with, like, Black Adam is insanely strong. Like, he's literally, like, God level strong. But to be fair, the Hulk has fought gods before. Like, it has happened. So he's not a stranger to it. He's fought in gods before. He's done those types of things. I mean, you kind of brought it up, but, like, he's strong enough to literally hold a planet together. Like, so he, he's no stranger. While he's never completely destroyed a planet, he did stomp once and, like, literally sink an island of New York. Like, it's happened, right? Now, again... Because here's how I think it's going to go, right? So um, Black Adam is going to get in there. Like I said, Hulk's going to rush in. We know this is going to happen. He's going to be mad. He's going to rush in. Black Adam is going to be prepared because he, he's just, he's, that's just him. Like, so he's, he's going to hit the Hulk a few times. He's going to knock him back. He's going to knock him down. And every time the Hulk is going to get madder and madder. And then Black Adam is going to make the mistake of trying to taunt him. And I think that's going to be the Hulk's chance to really deal in some damage. Like, it's gonna happen. Now, Black Adam will probably try to kill the Hulk, which won't happen. Like, he won't be able to kill him. Not unless he's in, like, again, not unless he's Bruce Banner. Un unless he's Bruce Banner, he's not gonna be able to completely kill the Hulk. Because, again, the Hulk can, as long as there's at least some atoms left of him, he can possibly regenerate. Like, at his strongest, he's been able to do that. It's happened. I, I do don't agree. Know, man. It's going to end up going down to a, a fist fight, right? Like, Black Adam flying up above and like shooting lightning and shit. Like, that's not going to be it's enough not, to take down the not. Hulk. So it's really going to come now, down to who could win the fist fight. Now, Black Adam is faster than the Hulk. I will say that. Which is not but, an advantage, right? You know, stick and move. Yeah, but he's not going to fight that way. That's not Black Adam style. Not unless he's going up against another opponent that's like that. Black Adam style is he's going to fight big and he's going to fight cocky. And that's going to be, that's where his mistake is going to be when fighting the Hulk. Because you can't out big the Hulk. It just doesn't work that way. Right? If you can't completely overpower the Hulk, your next best thing is to outsmart him in a fight. And while Black Adam is considered a genius, 
his arrogance and his cockiness is going to get in the way. He's going to look at the Hulk as just like, he's just this beast. He's just a brute. Like, he's beneath me. You know what I'm saying? And the Hulk is just not going to be having that shit. And he's going to get, he's going to, he's going to deal some blows. Like, it's going to happen. But at the end of the day, I do think Black Adam will probably come out on top. Because <laughs> I just don't know how the Hulk... I just don't know how the Hulk would beat him. Like, I guess that's just the thing. Like, I don't know how he would completely take him down. I don't think the Hulk could kill him. Right. Because he's he's basically immortal, right? He can't die unless he says Shazam and the lightning hits him and he reverts back to his human form. Because we've seen that before. He's over 5,000 years old, but his mystical body that he was granted from the wizard doesn't age his human body has aged so if he reverts back to his human body he's gonna instantly age that five thousand years and now if he was fighting an intelligent fighter like one who had strategy like that he might be able to win but i don't think so because even the hulk at his best like again with the world war hulk storyline he had been the hulk for so long that he started to regain um, like real, like real intelligence. Like he was smart. Like he was even, he even had strategy when going back to earth to fight all of these superheroes. And to be clear, like he took down a lot of the Marvel universe. I'm talking all the heavy hitters. He fought Sentry, Dr. Strange, like all these people. But I don't know if he'd figure out, he wouldn't be able to figure out like, Hey, you know, if, Black Adam says these words and he gets hit by his lightning, then he's going to revert back. So I guess that'd be that. Ding, ding. So I guess we'll, we'll give this one to, to Black Adam. Dang, do I have a win yet? Don't. I don't. God. He should have right. had Mr. Terrific, but the. I should have. It's fucking snow. All right. Next up Red Hood versus the Winter Soldier. Ooh. You ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So you want you gonna go go over Red Hood? I'll go over the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Uh, Red Hood's got two different origins based on if you go New Fifty Two or not, but they're very similar, right? So basically, his name is Jason Todd. Um, he I'm not gonna get into how he became Robin. He he was the he became a Robin. He was the second Robin. Um, he gets tricked by the Joker. This is really not getting into the story, just keeping it vague, right? The Joker kills him, and then he gets resurrected in the Lazarus pit, and he becomes the Red Hood. He takes up the Red Hood persona because um, the Joker killed him, and that was the Joker's original persona, so it's kind of like an F you to him. Um, yeah, I think that's a very good basic origin. There's more to it. If you're really interested, check out the movie. Check out the comic book. They're both great. True. All right, so the Winter Soldier. Um, so here's the thing. This is former sidekick versus former sidekick turned uh, anti-hero, right? So Winter Soldier, similar story. He was Captain America's sidekick back um, in during World War II when Captain America first first started superheroing. Um when Captain, Amer- when Captain America was knocked into the ocean and frozen, Bucky was also thought to be dead. He was found by Soviets. They revived him. He had lost an arm, so they gave him a biomechanical arm, and they brainwashed him, uh, basically. He, I'm, I'm, 
It's not always explicitly stated, but I'm pretty sure he has some of the super soldier serum in him as well. But the Soviets then trained him to be an assassin and they put him into a cryogenic state whenever he completes a job. So he's just as old as Captain America because they're both like 90 or so. Uh, but he he's put into a cryogenic state when he completes a mission. That's why he's been alive for so long and hasn't aged very much. So there's a brief breakdown of the Winter Soldier. So powers and abilities. What's Red Hood got? All right. So he's got. So again, um, they're both kind of technically human, right? So Jason Todd's True. a regular human. He gets all the perks of being trained by the one and only Batman, right? So he's a good detective. He's you know good at science. He's good at math. Um, but he's got some other differences to him, right? So much like Batman, he actually went out and traveled the world to learn different different um, fighting techniques. So he knows about half a, dozen, half a dozen different versions of martial arts. He's an expert in explosives. He's um, an expert in marksmen, like he shoots guns and everything. Um, so he's got some differences that way with Batman is he's more willing to be anti-hero-ish. He's willing to shoot you. He's willing to kill you. He's willing to fight a little bit more dirty. He fights a little bit more like a ninja than Batman would, meaning that he fights dirty, willing to kill. True. So same idea with kind of like the Winter Soldier. Again, they're both anti-heroes, right? So anti-heroes, they're willing to kill. They, they want to... They do the right thing, but they're willing to cross the lines to do it. Um, so the Winter Soldier... Again, he was trained as a master spy. He's been a spy on and off for basically 90 years. So he has about, I don't know, maybe 40 or so years of like being a super spy. He can speak multiple languages. He's trained in a few different forms of martial arts. He also is very skilled with weaponry. He's a marksman. He's an, he, like I said, he's been an assassin and a spy. So he's good with all types of forms of firearms and basic combat weapons like knives, things like that. Uh, another big thing, obviously, is his biomechanical arm, which with that arm gives him super strength. With that arm, he can lift like four times what the normal human being can do. Um, also, so yeah, the arm gives him super strength. It allows him to... Um, have his weapons coded to his arm so if if he ever dropped like a gun or something if someone else tries to pick it up it won't fire because it's coded to his arm specifically he can also mentally control his arm if it's detached so he can do that as well but yeah so th those are like his big his his big things so but again he's trained in martial arts different forms of combat hand-to-hand -hand combat and you know, he's he's more than your average human being. So, you ready? You ready to slug it you out? Know, one thing we didn't mention about both characters is they both have um, kind of like armor on them too. That it's like protective. And True. Like yeah. Um, bullets and everything. They both have the, that though. So. Yeah. The Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. He you know he wears like bulletproof um, gear and all that good stuff. So he's not gonna easily be taken down by like a gun or anything like that. Um, also, his arm is strong enough to reflect to deflect bullets and things like that. So, right. Are you ready? Yeah. Where are we fighting at? Oh, good. good. Man, I gotta get better at this. Uh oh. Okay. All right. We're going to the Avengers Mansion. 
<laughs> All right. So if we look at it this way, I guess. So if we had, if we bring the the venue into play right away, right? Bucky is probably more familiar with Avengers Mansion than Red Hood. Is. Yep. Yep. Right. We're so starting yeah, he, at a disadvantage. He's gonna have a better idea of where the weapons are, things like that. So yeah, you're already gonna start a little bit of a disadvantage. Now, to be fair, he wasn't an Avenger for very long, but he has spied there and stuff like that. So I mean, he he's gonna have a pretty good idea of the layout of the Avengers Mansion. So what do we what do we imagine? They're just fighting in like, I don't know the the front room or yeah, I was gonna say like, the loft or whatever you wanna <laughs> like that. Like is 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 Bucky in like the training room and Red Hood is trying to kill him? I I don't know. I guess we could say that if you wanna make it the training room. Yeah, it, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, cool. So I know you're arguing for Red Hood, right? right? I got Winter Soldier. Let's hear what you got. Let's hear what you got. I'm not going to lie. This one's a little bit difficult for me here. So in my eyes, right, I do feel like Red Hood is a better overall fighter, right? Because I feel like most media's comic books that I see Winter Soldier in, he's a good fighter, but he's not like, you know, doing crazy martial arts and stuff. He's a little more brute force, punch you in the face kind of fighting, right? So I think in terms of fighting, Red Hood might have it. I don't think it's going to come down. I could see them shooting each other, but it's not going to come down to a gunfight. It's going to come down to an actual fist fight. Um, yeah, true. I mean, the weapons are going to play a part initially, but again, I think later on they won't have an effect. Because here's the thing. Um, the Winter Soldier... So, you know, the Red Hood is like, he, he's like a version of Batman. So he's going to have a lot of gadgets and weaponry on him. But one of the things Winter Soldier has is with his bionic arm, he can emit an EMP, an electromagnetic pulse, which will render all the electronics useless. So if he gets in close enough, not even if he gets in close enough, I mean, if he, if he sends an EMP Red Hood's way, boom like that's disabling all his gadgets so with that yeah it's 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 probably gonna come down to more of a fist fight now they'll probably have some knives and things on them it might come down to more of like a knife fight you know like a cool cool flippy spinny knives type of thing right yeah i can definitely see that happening too yeah i don't know what you got man i think it's gonna be honestly if if you ask me right if i had to choose the better fighter I'm going to say Red Hood, but I can be persuaded. Oh, so let well, me hear what you got. Be prepared to be persuaded, buddy. So, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, right? Red Hood is is definitely the more skilled fighter, right? He's been trained by Batman, the League of Shadows, Talia Al Ghul. Like he he has a lot of a lot of martial arts background and he's willing to kill. So just like how Batman trained, like Red Hood trained in the same way, but he sought out more deadly forms of martial arts to be able to not just decapacitate people or, you know, he, he want, he's going for the kill in most cases. But at the same time, Winter Soldier is not against killing either. So they're, they're both going to try to kill each other, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's what it's going to come down to. This is not going to be a fight to knock each other out. Like, they're, they're going to 
try to kill each other. Now, yeah, only one is walking out of that match. Yeah. While the Winter Soldier is not as known for martial arts as the Red Hood is, he is still a very skilled combatant. I mean, you think of some of the best fighters in the Marvel Universe, you think, of, or at least like the human ones, you think of like, you know, um, Black Widow and people like that or Captain America. Like, he's trained Black Widow. He's trained alongside Captain America. Like, he's, he's done those things. So while he may not have like a true martial arts background he is going to be very skilled as far as like war combat goes so instead of like you know kung fu and things like that he's probably going to be more skilled in like uh jujitsu or um um what's the name of that uh krav maga like that type of fighting style right where it's like more war stuff than it is like finesse martial arts right so. see i almost said it would be more like he's a good kickboxer and like yeah like kickboxing MMA, yeah yeah like, stuff like not that essentially jujitsu well jujitsu is a lot of like grabbing and flipping right and they they, they teach a lot of that kind of like in in the military so that's why i said that that was the first one that just came to my mind i could be wrong though um <laughs> but i think what's gonna really make the difference is the is his arm right i think that's right that's that's what it's gonna come down with my argument too i think that's what's gonna come down to it's gonna come down to that arm man like if it if it came down to just a straight up fist fight winter soldier can be overwhelmed by red hood but a few well-timed blows like red hood does wear a helmet and it is um it it does provide him with some protection but a few well-timed blows to that helmet Winter Soldier can crack it with his arm. And then once he gets that helmet off, it's just like open season on his face. So it's just, he can knock him yeah. out, you know? And again, gadgets are not going to come into play. Like the Winter Soldier is going to emit that EMP, render him useless. He can also emit electricity, discharge electricity from his arm. So if he gets shocked a couple times, like that's also going to be, you know, what's going to happen. I'll also say that winter soldier in terms of like combat and like killing he he arguably has much more experience than red hood does because red hood was jason for a short period of time then he died and he came back and he trained but red hood again has been killing people since world war ii right on and off and while it wasn't the entire 90 years or a or hundred years or whatever it may be at this point, you know, he, he has been in a lot of combat situations and has always come out on top has always come out alive, obviously. So his, his experience and his training is also going to come into play when red hood tries to come at him for a kill. So that's why I'm, I, that's why I'm going to give it to winter soldier with a combination of his experience and that arm, like, it's going to be tough because Red Hood's not going to be prepared for that arm. Like, there's no way he's going to be able to get it off of him. And again, if he if he does manage to get it off, like, the Winter Soldiers can still control it. He'll definitely be in, at, at a disadvantage by only fighting with one arm, but it, I'm, I'm going to give this one to Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Winter Soldier. Damn soon. right you are. Woo! Yeah. All right, man. I mean, the, the EMP thing really messes me up yep. too, right? Because he doesn't have the option to like, you know, throw some 
exploding my batterings nope. at them. Then like, no, all that's like, I got nothing. All that's all that's useless. And even like so, let's think about it this way too. Even if if Red Hood, so if the Winter Soldier renders all of Red Hood's like gadgets and most of his weaponry like useless, I do believe that the that Red Hood could disarm the Winter Soldier of most of his weapons. But again, if he tries to pick up one of his guns or anything like that, he can't because those most of the Winter Soldier's like guns and weaponry are registered to his arm. So if his arm is not the one grasping these things, it's just not going to work. So yeah, I think it's going to come down to right. like maybe like a real cool like knife fight or something like that. And I think when it comes down to it, yeah, it, it's going to be a good fight, right? The Red Hood's going to definitely get some blows in. He's going to cut Bucky up a little bit, but. I think when it comes down to it, like he, that arm is just going to cause him to come out on top. Even if it's just a matter of a well-timed block, like just grabbing Red Hood's knife and just like breaking it or something like that. And then boom, like stab, stab. Like it's it's done. Right. All right. Ding, ding for you. You got it, baby. All right, guys. So we had seven fights planned for this episode. We weren't quite sure how long it would take. We originally started with five, and then we were like, ah, maybe five won't get us through an hour and a half. But boy, did it. So we're gonna go ahead. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna break this down into two parts. So we're gonna this this will be part one. We're gonna do a part two. We're gonna add three more fights to part two, um, and then we're gonna come back with the next episode and and finish up our big versus two part episode. Look at that. Two-parters. Nice. <laughs> so, Sean, where can they reach us if they want to tell us about how stupid our arguments were or how good they were or anything along those lines? Closecallspod at gmail.com. Sweet. Yep. So, if you guys want to email in about your ideas, like I said, if if me or Sean came up with really dumb arguments or maybe if we missed something, I know there's going to be, there might be people screaming at us like, why didn't you say this? Or what about this? Or... God, you're so dumb. They would definitely win. Anything like that, feel free to email in. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you want us to if you want to see any close calls, any any ideas you guys might have, any potential arenas you might have for us, anything like that, feel free to email in. So until next time, I'm gonna go ahead and loosen up my cape here. Take it off for a second. Go ahead and hit the corner, hit the showers, and uh, we'll, we'll come back swinging in the next one. All right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I don't got some crazy crazy sign-off like that. I'll take my towel off. I don't know. All right. Thanks for listening to this, everybody. Bye.